0: Sometimes, it's better to not say anything. That way, you're not disappointing anybody. On Twitter yesterday, on my Loose Rants Twitter account, I think it was yesterday, I pointed out, or I announced on Twitter, that we'll be doing two episodes of Adam, and episodes 61 and 62 were about X topics, and uh, then we recorded it today, and then we had a little audio snafu, and Adam's audio basically didn't save. It's like, ah! So, to lift our spirits, we said let's just treat it as a rehearsal and we'll do it again next week and then fake laugh at each other's jokes and quips so that we can produce the same two exact episodes all over again so i'm actually in the mood to upload something on loose rants and officially start the rebranding if you are a subscriber of jpg you should now be able to just see the new artwork and i've changed the name already on the website it's just now everything that needs to be done through the rss feed as i said I announced it on Loose Rants. The JPG Twitter account is now Loose Rants, so everything's just Loose Rants, and that's what we're gonna do from now on, just rant loosely about the things that we love and hate on the internet. This episode, though, is about Paperlike. Now, I'm not sponsored by Paperlike. I simply saw a YouTuber talking about it. I have an iPad Pro. I thought, why not? I followed the link to the website and bought it. You know, as an aside, it blows my mind that with my phone, I told someone to get me this particular product and ship it to Hong Kong, just because I gave them some numbers. All of that on my phone. Oh, sorry, are you 14 and always had a smartphone and always enjoyed in-app purchases, never to experience the world before the smartphone? Shut up, old man, just because you had a Nokia, couldn't do shit on it except for playing Snake, and now you don't take for granted the capabilities of your iPhone gay. Well, yes, you actually summed me up perfectly. I I just think it's amazing. I remember using my phone to download a movie This was the iPhone 3GS. I was downloading a movie and I was talking to my mom on the phone at the same time. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Anyway, back to Paperlike. I have been hearing a few podcasts. I have been listening to. Anyway, back to Paperlike. I have been listening to a few podcasts which also made mention of Paperlike. Marco Arment on his uh, podcast with uh, John Saracusa and Casey Liss, the uh, ATP podcast, they mentioned it and went into it. Mike Hurley mentioned it on one of his podcasts on Relay FM. If you don't listen to those podcasts, Paperlike is basically a screen protector for the iPad, which is supposed to imitate paper when used with the Apple Pencil. Some complaints I've come across, and I'm paraphrasing here, is that the pencil-paper metaphor breaks down once you commit the Apple Pencil to the glass screen of the iPad, which is supposed to be the paper. The resistance is nothing like paper, and I guess if you've used to a graphite pencil, and then the gravelly texture of paper, it becomes a little bit jarring when you're sort of plastic Apple Pencil is just slipping off this glass screen. As an aside though, it would be nice if Apple worked on this some more so that those heavily invested in replacing a real pencil and paper can feel really at home with the iPad and pencil. Of course, if you just bought the iPad and no Apple Pencil, then this doesn't really matter as much. But the other side to this is the glossy nature of the iPad screen. Glare is super annoying and outside a desk environment, glare is going to be unpredictable wherever you use it. So even if you don't have a pencil, a matte screen, which is what the Paperlike is, might be useful for you. When you get Paperlike, you actually get in the box two sheets of plastic to fit over your iPad screen. Obviously not at the same time, but if you make a mess with the first one or you decide against it and then you change your mind, you've basically got one spare. You also get some wipes and then some seemingly intimidating instructions. Now let me back up. The instructions are perfect, but dust is a fucker. And just one piece in the wrong place is going to ruin you. Years ago, when I first bought an iPhone 3GS, I bought a screen protector for my phone and I was totally unaware as to how to apply the protection properly. Didn't understand the methodology. So when I just applied it to the screen, and saw all the dust. Of course, I tried to take it all off and I smudged the screen protector because I'm trying to pull it off with something with fibers. And I was like, ah, something from like a Hanna-Barbera sketch. I had no technique and no patience. So I just threw it all away and it was a waste of my five pounds at the time. It was very frustrating and I never bought a screen protector for myself until now. Now, let's make this podcast short by stating that I successfully applied the plastic film over my iPad flawlessly. The method Paperlike employs is really well thought out so that it minimizes any chance of dust and hair interfering with the application of the film. The process forces the film to stay upright and at one point to minimize free floating particles from attaching themselves to the sticky side. They even suggest doing it in a bathroom let's say, after a shower, because the steam will further minimize the dust floating around in the air. I just followed the instructions, I calmly took my time with it, and I was so happy when it worked, and my screen is just perfect. You couldn't even tell that anything's wrong with it. At a, at a glance, you would just think, oh, is that a matte iPad screen? The seam, the finish, I did it perfectly. I'm so proud of myself. I should I should basically put that in my Twitter profile, delete the verification badge, and just just point out that I applied this film with no dust. It's been a month since I first applied it and I have no desire to take it back off. The screen isn't glossy, that's a win. There's no smudges from fingerprints, they're all cancelled out. I can see where the camera is for face detection and that's because the cutout on the film goes around the camera so there's a slight piece of gloss on that side of the screen. So at a casual glance you can see where the camera is for face detection. That's a user benefit Paperlike should take up and put it on their website. The arrow Apple provides when you're blocking the camera is cute and all, but sometimes it looks like it's in my blind spot. Excuse me, how can something look like it's in your blind spot if the very definition of a blind spot means you can't look at it? Listen, it's just a figure of speech. I can't see the damn arrow all the time. It's too thin. Maybe Apple should design the arrow like that giant bullet bill from Mario 3 and just have it take over the screen. Now Marco Arment as I said before, and Mike Hurley made mention of it, and they both removed it going back in search of the holy grail of something else that's better. Honestly, it's already good enough and for my particular set of requirements, they've been taken care of entirely. It's simple. It's been the best accessory I've bought for the iPad Pro so far. If you've heard of it and was considering it, it's real, it works. I hope my testimony helps. I'll see you again very soon with Adam. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.